my whole main thing was making sure that we're always using protection, especially if it's people that we don't really know that well. So let's get to it. The conversations you're about to hear are intended for mature audiences. If adult themes are offensive to you, well, grow up. So dirty talk, so yeah. sex talk. Yeah, it, it started off as dirty talk. I was actually like very excited to see my partner with somebody else. She looked at me and said, so you want to have sex with other people, that's what you're saying. <laughs> and you find it a turn on to hear about what he did. Yeah, and then it's like, I want to come home and get it the way she got it. Does he know you have a boyfriend? Well, yes. This is Consenting Adults with Lena Wynn. My guests today are a very young couple. She is 25, he's 26, Sarah and Zach. Uh, they're new in the lifestyle, but say they've always been pretty open in their relationship. And I'm wondering if this is kind of like the new thing as we move forward, uh, where couples are just a little more free being this open, you know, when they're much younger. So we're not talking like us old people waiting until we're 40s or 50s to discover this new thing called the lifestyle. So welcome to the show, you guys. Uh, you've been together three and a half years. Now, when you tell me that you've always been kind of open, what does that actually mean? Well, first, thank you for having us on. And by open, we mean having an open relationship, which means we're both allowed to step out of our relationship and have sex with other people. Oh, and it's been that way from the beginning. Yes, I brought it up on our first date. Oh. <laughs> um, Zach, mm -hmm. what did you think about that when, you, when she brings that up on, on the first date? I fell in love instantly. <laughs> oh, okay. No. So she was like speaking your language. <laughs> yeah, really. I mean, whenever we first went out, we both weren't looking for anything serious or anything like that, but it kind of just evolved and we realized that we had so many of the same ideas and uh, morals and values that it really just clicked. Mm -hmm. So then, you know, some people who uh, aren't in the lifestyle and don't understand will ask, well, like, you know, then why do people get married? Why, why does it become a boyfriend girlfriend thing? Like if you're just dating who you want to date, sleeping with whoever you want to sleep with, why be in a committed relationship? Yeah, so the reason and the difference is that instead of just sleeping around and all of that, it's because we love each other and we're connected on a deeper level. So we have that bond of a normal relationship. We're in love, but we see sex as more of just a fun activity. So that's mm. why... We have the normal relationship, but we can go play with other people. Mm -hmm. um, so is that all that you do, or do you guys also do things together in the lifestyle? Yes, we actually just recently stepped into the swinger world of it. So now mm -hmm. we'll be doing stuff together as well. Mm -hmm. uh, tell me about th the first experience that you would consider a, a lifestyle experience. Um, well, we met a couple, um, using SLS, right? Yeah. And we, you know, talked with them for a little while and then ended up deciding to hang out and we went over to their place and it was New Year's Eve. So we were, you know, drinking and stuff and things started naturally escalating, which was great. And, um, you know, we were doing 
we ended up doing oral on each other, um, me on his wife, and then Sarah on him, on the guy. And <laughs> it's actually really funny because right in the middle of it, right whenever things were getting hot and heavy, Sarah said, I had to go to the bathroom and <laughs> got up, went to the restroom and just instantly started puking. Oh. She had just drinking a little bit too much and uh, sexy. Yeah. To be fair, yeah, right. it was New Year's Eve and they contacted us last minute. So I I wouldn't have drank that much if I knew. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, did you clean yourself up and get back into the game? Oh, no, I was. No, you're done. Yeah, she I was, was done. <laughs> she was out for the night, basically. Uh-huh. And it kind of ruined uh, the mood, too, you know. Right. Oh, so but and then you you didn't continue without her. No. Um, we, I think we were all just kind of more worried about her wellness and her well being and making sure she was okay. Nice. Okay. So then let's talk about when it actually did work out. What was the next, you know, what was the next, uh, occasion where you were actually in the lifestyle together? Well, we haven't had an actual successful couples swap yet. Oh, oh. yeah. Well, we're very new and it just hasn't oh, worked out. Wait a second. Out. So, well, because you said, you, you know, that was New Year's Eve when this first thing happened, right? Yeah. And you haven't tried anything else since? No, we've tried. Like we went and met one couple and ended up back at our apartment. And apparently we weren't picking up on their signals to escalate it. So then it didn't happen. And then we did go to a swinger party and then we ended up not feeling great towards the end of the night. And so it didn't happen there either. So it just, we joke around that we suck at swinging. It just keeps not working out. <laughs> okay. Well, but the, and then, but you know, that's real life, right? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. That's just real life. Um, are you finding then, I mean, you know, let, let's take aside the, you know, when you don't feel good, you don't feel good. You're not going to feel sexy. You don't want to do anything. Yeah. But uh, are you finding it kind of difficult to meet the right people as a couple? I think so. Yeah. I think we're both somewhat picky and, you know, we know what we like and we're not the kind of people to settle for less than what we want. And we're also not the kind of people to like take one for the team, so to speak, you know? So what do you, I don't know. What do you think? I don't think I'm nearly as picky as you. I'm more, (laughs) he's more visually picky. I'm more personality. That's true. Right. That's a good point. Um, Okay. So clearly you've had some discussion about like getting into the lifestyle, right? I mean, as a swinger rather than just an open relationship. Uh-huh. And, and and what's that conversation like? Like what makes you want to do something more than than the open relationship you already have? Well, like so like we said we've always had an open relationship and we both have actually gone off um individually and done stuff with other people and played with other people, but it wasn't until recently until about last last October that we realized there was a whole community out there of uh, like-minded people and it was, she brought the idea to me again, and it was, it kind of just clicked, right? It just made sense. Like, it was just an easier way to kind of go about things. And um, 
Yeah, it wasn't like a deep, long conversation. It was more of, hey, there's this whole swinger thing, and we were both just down for it. Right. Okay. Are there any fantasies that you have that, like, like you know, I really want to try this? Like, each um, on your own, do you have something in your head where you'd really like to try something? I would really like to be in... I guess almost like an orgy, but like a room full of people just having sex and stuff. I think that's really hot. I would like to try that. For me, it's probably just the basic guy answer, but having like three to four women at once with (laughs) me being the only guy, that would be incredible. Oh, oh, just just the regular guy thing. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Are more and more young people actually in these open types of relationships? I would say comparatively to the older generation that they are. But one thing is, is that they're not aware of the lifestyle and of the community because the lifestyle is more than just swinging. Um, That was, it was annoying to me when I found out about it And I was like, what? We've been living the lifestyle basically for three years and we didn't even know there's this whole community. So I think that's the disconnect is that they are more open, but they don't realize that more people are. Right. So they don't realize there's there's an actual thing called the lifestyle. Yeah. And do you think that there's something valuable in knowing that there's a thing called the lifestyle in knowing that there's a community of people who are in it? Yeah, for sure. I would say number one is that instead of using dating sites to find people, there's the whole swinger just lifestyle sites where obviously it's a lot easier to find people like that. And also just that there's more options, there's parties that go on. So then they would be able to find out about all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Since you guys are so new, you really haven't been able to experience much yet. Um, Do you have any concerns, either of you? Like, have you done your research? Have you listened to to what other people have gone through? I have listened to about over 30 different swinger podcasts and have done more (laughs) research on that. (laughs) So, yeah, I've definitely researched and we've definitely had all those conversations yeah, <clears throat> she shares almost all the information with me. So uh, it's nice for me. I don't have to do research. I just listen to what she tells me. But uh-huh. we oh, definitely nice. are more than aware of, you know, the horror stories, the good, the bad, and the ugly of, you know, what goes down. And um, we're careful about it. I'll say that. But also at the same time, we're excited, you know, and we go into it with a high hopes and an open mind. Um, when you say that you're prepared for it, like, what are some of the things that that you're preparing for or what do you, what are some of the things that you know might happen? One of the things is going over scenarios or just taking it step by step. Like, how are you going to feel if you see me kissing him? Like, how do you feel giving him a blow job or, you know, having sex? How do you feel about me doing this, me doing that? How are we going to communicate during it? Basically just, making sure we're on the same page of everything. Mm-hmm. And Zach, do you have any concerns? Um, 
at this point, I don't have, well, I think at first I was a little bit concerned. Uh, I'm really big on STD safety um, and things of that nature. So uh, my whole main thing was making sure that we're always using protection, especially if it's people that we don't really know that well. Um, And that's actually something that we've already kind of gone through. Um, We had a an issue with that at one point, but things are all resolved now from it, but it was like a good learning experience, you know, um, kind of just proving to us that we need to be extra careful and, um, more mindful of how the other person feels about certain things. And we don't have very many rules, but we have like two or three. And since we have so little, those rules are very important, you know? And, and what are those rules? Um, basically we have to use a condom, um, especially if we don't know them very well. And I, this one's more my rule than Sarah's rule, but I don't want any, I don't want any guys to be in our place. Um, like where we hang out, like where we sleep and stuff like that. Um, I just don't want, like, I want this to be like our home. I want it to be our kind of special safe place, you know? Yeah. And he means me bring a guy just for me. If it's another couple, then obviously that's fine. Yes. Correct. Yes. And then Mm -hmm. the other role I have, which is mostly on my side is I have to know, which that's, I guess that's more, more of the open relationship part, not the swinging is I have to know everything you do. Oh, like completely open and honest about everything. Okay, uh, so let me see if there's a difference. Do you do you like hearing getting a play-by-play afterward, or are you talking about just having consent that knowing he's going to go out with a certain girl or whatever? The consent part for sure, and then the play-by-play. We haven't done that yet, but I think that's hot. I don't know if he okay, would so want you actually, to. Get you me. actually, yeah. So you actually want to hear. Yeah, like I think it's I think it's hot when he's with another girl. <laughs> okay, and and Zach, what about you? Do you like thinking of her with someone else? Do you like watching? Not really. Um, I'm I'm kind of more indifferent about it, honestly. So, for example, on our first experience, uh, while I was eating out, um, the woman I looked up, like I paused for a second, looked up and saw Sarah giving a head to the guy. And I was like, okay, how am I going to feel about this? You know? So I looked and my, I didn't really have a reaction. It was kind of just, you know, normal. I was like, oh, okay. I'm like, that's cool. You know? And so I'm like, it's, I feel compersion, I think, because I feel happy that she's doing something that she enjoys, but it's not like a turn on for me. It doesn't, you know, get me going. Right. Okay. Um, and then do your family and friends kind of know about this or no? So my mom knows everything. Oh. She actually listens to our podcast about it all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and my little sister knows. And the rest of my family, it's more of just I don't. You don't share. Yeah. I don't want my dad to find out. And some people have big mouths. <laughs> big mouths so <laughs> they don't know. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My family knows that we have an open relationship and like, I don't really care who knows. I'll tell whoever most of my friends know. Um, my family knows my mom does actually now listen to the podcast. She recently just started 
and you know they all feel they all have their own opinions on it but at the end of the day you know if they really care about me they just want me to be happy right so mm-hmm. that's what matters yeah and that makes me want to come to a point of when we tell people we have an open relationship it's very different than telling people that we're swingers like the word swingers has such a stigma uh-huh. and a stereotype mm-hmm. so oh, when really we t- when we tell people that we have an open relationship it's oh, like, how do you not get jealous and all these types of questions? And they're very interested. And then if we tell them we're swingers, it's kind of, oh, okay. That's weird. Yeah, it's it's because of just so much of the stereotype and the bad thoughts it has with it. Right. Oh, very, very interesting. Um, Do you have any concerns about, like, polyamory? Like, what if, you know, you allow yourselves to be open and and play separately, and what if you start developing feelings for other people? Yeah, we've had that discussion. Yeah, we've definitely talked about it, and we are more than aware that, you know, sex is an intimate thing, and even though for us it's not uh, as serious as it is for some other people, we are more than aware that, you know, feelings can develop, or at least, like, little crushes can develop. But I think that we're very confident in the love that we have for each other and we're very secure in that and we trust each other enough to know that any minor crushes or anything like that they don't amount to anything because nothing compares to the love that we share together yeah we just can't imagine having like a third person or something because it wouldn't even compare they would be the third wheel basically Mm, okay so then you're not polyamorous at all this is just sex Yes. Correct. Okay. Uh, are you both straight? I'm bisexual. I'm straight. Are you, I mean, have you been able to, you You still haven't done, you know, the thing that I'm sure Zach wants. I mean, he wants three or four, but how about just two other women? I've had a couple threesomes with another girl and um, I don't have much experience being bisexual, but it's something I've known since I was a kid. It's oh. just not something I've acted on until recently. You, you have some experience. That's what I just said, the threesome. Well, not even just that. Remember with... With you know who. With you know threesome, who. threesome, basically. That's what I was talking about. I guess. I mean, but not with Zach. No. <laughs> no, unfortunately not. That's something that I'm not happy about because I would love to have a threesome with Sarah and another woman. But I don't know. We just like we've tried and we've looked for some suitable candidates i'd say but it just kind of hasn't really worked out you know yeah right right uh and i i hear it's actually uh, difficult to to find yeah difficult they, to find women yeah they call the third person yes. the female a unicorn because they're hard to find for, for a reason sure in all of this in this journey so you you guys have started this um new podcast and it's called the F- Fresh pineapples, because you guys literally are very new in this whole thing. Um, Why did you decide to do this? The idea came in my head because, like I said, I've listened to so many singer podcasts, and we kind of needed an activity to do together. So that, and then we also, as I said earlier, that people our age don't know about the lifestyle and stuff. So we wanted to help, you know, them hear from people who are younger because most of the Swinger podcasts tend to be older. And so that was a way to try to get younger people in on it. And also we just 
want to share our point of view and what it's like to be younger and to document our journey into this. If you'd like to follow along on this newbie couple's journey, just find them at fresh-pineapples.com. All right, next time on Consenting Adults, a very religious and very monogamous couple changes things up a bit when he lets the wife play. Yeah, just have them come over. I got, I got to work late tonight, so I'll be in the basement. But we had a, <laughs> we had a camera set up, and so I kind of peeked in a few times. Oh. And now that, yeah, that kind of got me got me turned on and excited. That's next time on Consenting Adults.